Hello and welcome to More Like Guidelines, an actual player game design podcast. I am your host and game leader, Jessica Crimes, she, her, and I am joined today by... Hey, I'm Ben, he, him. I'm Kendall, he, him. OG, the third he, him. And I'm Kat, uh, they... I forgot my own pronouns. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Kat, they, them. Oh, we do our best. (laughs) (laughs) So, last time we kicked off the brave new adventure of Jimmy and the Squiggles... (laughs) <laughs> oh dear. Um, I would like to start off by calling for the homework that I left our players with. After we finished the recording, I sent a message to the group Discord we all use and said, for the next recording, can you please come up with an NPC and a place that exists in the town? I just want you to see if you can work out from the answers we're about to get who did and didn't prep something. The background is, our adventurers have been in the town, the island town of Wixton, for two weeks. What have they been getting up to? What's actually in the town? I have no real idea yet. Let's find out. So, let's start with... Hmm... Normal man? Oh, fuck. I was going to ask you to pick me last. All right, sure. Um, okay, go, Not G. I didn't do the homework. You didn't do the homework. I didn't do the homework. Um, Goji, she's that with you? Yes. Uh, Mr. Jim Squiggly, he has been hanging out at a local surf shack with an old flame of his named Ronald. Oh my god. <laughs> they, they didn't end things amicably, but he, want, he wants to get some closure. Ronald, Ronald is an old business partner of, of Mr. Squiggles. Uh, and he, he gave up he gave up their partnership to pursue a life of being a surfing champion. Oh, a champion? Yeah, he's a champion. He's 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 a gold medalist. What championship did Ronald win? What gold medal? I don't know anything about surfing surfing competitions. Um, yeah, let's make one. Surfing the, the, the cool one. He won the cool one. He won the one for being the coolest, raddest dude around. He won the radical medal, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that is caught admissible. So, is Ronald also a gnome, a business gnome? Um, mm. Ronald is an orc. God, of course. Okay, it got nasty. um, What business were Ronald and Jim in together? Oh, the same one, Squiggle Corp. Oh God. (laughs) Did it used to be called Squiggle and Ronald Corp? No. I am sure that we'll come back to this. That's part of the reason Ronald left. That's why they had a falling (laughs) out. (laughs) Okay, I cannot wait to find out more about Ronald. Would anyone like to go next and to share the NPC that they have? Okay, yeah, I'll go. So, Normal Man, or Norm for short, um, his friend in the town is uh, back when he lived on the mainland, um, he had a cat named Mormon. Mormon? (laughs) Mormon. Are you sure? Are you sure you take it again? Um, uh... I've written down Mormon. 
Numby. Num Numby. Numby. Okay. Can I it be Mormon Numby? Mormon Numby. <laughs> okay. So tell me about Mormon. Oh, wow. Is Mormon Numby the town? You said it was a cat. Or Mormon Numby, whichever one it is at the moment. <laughs> it's interchangeable. Because, um, you know, cats don't really know their own names. They only have, like, a vague idea of the sound of them. Uh, Norman Mumby um, ran away from home when Normal Man was um, still just a, a normal man. And uh, he's been wanting to get his cat back ever since. And he found his cat here in the town. And um, he just wants his cat back. Is the cat in any way, like, awakened or intelligent? I guess it would have to be in order to be a... a no, an not NPC. necessarily. If you want to tell me that this is a... That you've turned up to class and instead of your homework, you've brought a live cat. I'm up for that. Um, Norman Mumby is, and I will say this with a caveat. I have a cat. Cat caveat. For now... A normal cat. Normal man and his normal we'll cat. We'll see what fucking happens. <laughs> his normal cat. Um, and he has spent the last two weeks trying to coax um, Norman Mumby back under his wing, so to speak. I'm so upset. <laughs> okay. The, um, are we doing places or are we just doing people right now? We're just doing the people for now. Cat or Ben, do either of you have an NPC for us? Can I top that? I don't think so. You don't have to top it. Please don't top it. <laughs> I don't want that to be topped. <laughs> All right, Falk has been talking to Carol. Carol. The distributor of meat. She lives in, what's it called, Wigston? Yep. Not a butcher, a meat distributor. <laughs> it's at the tail end of the chain, but yeah. Okay. I like it. So did Falk know Carol before coming to the island, or is this a new friendship? Or is it a friendship at all? This is a brand new acquaintance. I wouldn't say they're friends, but... Okay. You know, gotta get your meat. Lovely stuff. Um, So we now have Carol the Butcher. Can you give me... Well, Carol the Meat Distributor. Can you give me one... No, give me two defining characteristics for Carol. Just anything at all. Tall. Yep. Solid. (laughs) I don't know. All solid. I'm putting hench as well. <laughs> Great. And Kat, do you have an NPC for us? I do. Um, I will gift you a normal person because um, I am a generous oh player. <laughs> so you're playing a fucking bird, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this is my gift to you. Um, my NPC is, I think, that one likes to just hang out and try to be a regular bird in her downtime. Um, so I think she has been hanging out at the park and has found a very kindly old man who comes down every day to feed all the birds in the park. And she has bullied every single other bird away. And now this is her old man. I absolutely love that. Um, ben and Cat. Do you want to specify whether your NPCs are, you know, human, elf, orc, dwarf, whatever? Uh. I don't think one knows the difference between humanoids. Okay, I'll, I'll decide now. 
but I'm not going to tell you. Because one can't tell. Uh, ben, how about for Carol? I was thinking basic human. You know, mm-hmm. basic yeah. yeah. Lovely stuff. The other thing that I asked you to prepare that we're going to try and work into this game was a location in the island town of Wixton. This can tie into your NPC if you want. So, for example, it could be Carol's meat distribution plant or the beach for Ronald, or it could be something unrelated if you want to just build on the world. Does anyone have anything they'd like to start with? Uh, So, um... Norman Mumby. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's okay, Candle. It's okay, take a deep breath. Is now the. <laughs> Is now the resident cat at a bookbinder's workshop. That was so mundane. I really <laughs> like that. It's because I've been wanting to get into amateur bookbinding lately. That's really cool. You're going to have to tell me all the things that are in there if, when it comes up. Okay, so does anyone else have a location they'd like to share? Um, a really seedy dive bar. A bunch of punk-ass teens hang out there on Saturdays and drink soda pop. Oh. Ron- Ronald works there part-time as a bartender. Oh, that's kind of a fall from grace, I suppose. So did Ronald get, like, really screwed over by Jimmy? Not not really screwed over, but he wasn't given um, an equal portion of their earnings, as it was Squiggle Co. And not okay. Squiggle and Ronald Co. Not, not Squiggle and Ronald Co. And Jim Squiggly was very protective of his, his capital, and so they, they, they split up. And now Ronald has sort of uh, become the the surrogate father to all these soda pop teens. Oh my god! You know that this is great. You're giving me a lot to work with. All right. Okay. So Ben or Cat, do either of you have a location that you would like to inflict upon the rest of us? Hmm. Is it related to the NPC? It can be, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, I would just say. Carol's meat shop, you know, probably a really a yeah, tiny Carol's little butchery. Meat distribution plant. Yeah, maybe not even a okay. plant. I was thinking like one of those tiny New York sized shops where it's like a tiny, like three meter wide. And All you right. keep saying meat distribution. Do you mean butcher <laughs> shop? No, this is a different <laughs> kind of business. It's an England thing. Yeah, meat you distribution go. is so upsetting. <laughs> uh, that's not comforting. She's good at it, right? Okay, um, does Carol work there alone? Yeah, she's alone. And is it quite central in town? It's like on the high street. Is there a high street? There is now. It's on the high street. Okay. And then, Kat, do you have a location that you'd like to throw into this world? Sentences. Yes. I would like to offer up the uh, gift shop, the promenade gift shop at the beach. Um, And I would like everyone to say what they have bought from the gift shop. Oh, I love this. Yes, I demand this. I'm the GM now. (laughs) 
A normal man has bought a dried seagull's foot. That's disgusting. <laughs> Was it for sale? Define sale. <laughs> okay, let's move swiftly on. It's considered good luck. Uh, By who? By normal man, of course. <laughs> and only normal man. <laughs> Sorry, this is this is bordering on just bullying your character, but you've made it tempting. <laughs> uh, Jim Squiggly picked up one of those like mom plaques that says "Live, Laugh, Love" on it in illegible cursive. <laughs> Okay, um, uh, I want to know what um, One for Sorrow bought from the gift shop as well. Uh, One for Sorrow did not buy anything. Um, One did that thing, you know the video of the seagull that steals packets of crisps? Oh. Yes, yes (laughs) Um, I do. So, um, I think she occupies her evenings by running inside and stealing whatever is closest to the door. Um, I think that she has managed to obtain a packet of fantasy quavers. Um, What flavour are they? uh, They are miscellaneous meat. I love it. Mm. (laughs) Carol's special. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And that brings us to... Yeah. Ben, what has Fork bought from the gift shop? Uh, Some kind of like scented rock. What? Like rock, rock candy, rock the sweet. No, the literal rock, the floor rock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and as one flies away with Carol's meaty quavers from the gift shop, we zoom out and we see that it's literally just a bin with a sign. <laughs> we'll be back after the break, maybe. And welcome back. I think it is about time we actually played this bastardization of D&D. G&G, Goblins and Guesswork. So, we find Jimmy and the Squiggles on the beautiful island town of Wixton. Surrounded on three sides by beautiful glistening beaches and on the fourth by mountains leading to the rest of the island, Wixton is idyllic. It is a destination resort for adventurers the world over in particular, those who might don't mind travelling to see new interesting sites. So you've been in Wixton for about two weeks. What are your characters up to? Normal man is um, taking a nice walk on the beach in full plate armour. Okay, normal man is walking on the beach, heading towards anything in particular, or just having a stroll? He's going to his favourite gift shop on the pier. You arrive at the gift shop just in time to see one for sorrow flying out with another bag of quavers. Sorry, fantasy quavers. Very rapidly followed by an angry dwarven lady with a long broom, desperately trying to kind of just bat you out of the sky. Okay, um, I intervene. Uh, Normal man um, steps between uh, the dwarven lady with a broom and one for sorrow who is attempting to escape with a bag of... I don't even... I'm going to be real. I don't even know what quavers are. Oh, they're a 
puffy, cheesy, crispy snack. Okay. Um, yeah, struggling with a bag of those that like weighs twice as much as she does. Mm. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna step in between and say, "Hey, hey, don't don't shake a broom at my friend." Actually, retcon. It's not whoever I just said it was. It's one of the youths that hangs out in the dive bar. This is <laughs> uh, this is his summer job. He appears okay. to be a twenty-something-ish looking human. Okay. This bird is like totally messing with my inventory. And Margaret, my manager, keeps thinking I'm the one stealing the meaty treats. I'm gonna need this bird to go. Seems to be your pet. I'm gonna have you to ask you to take the bird and leave the premises. Thank you. She's she's leaving, man. Sir? I'm gonna need you to leave the quavers. Uh, the quavers are gone. They're gone. And, and he looks over his shoulder at one for sorrow, who is like still very much like in rock throwing range. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think yeah, one probably stopped to like taunt, um, and has been squawking sassily this entire time. <laughs> yeah. <that>. Um, <laughs> Norm. Norm like waves a hand at her, like go, go, go on, take your quavers, go. You know what? You're barred. You're both barred. Or at least you'll be barred when I tell Margaret about this. And then Margaret's going to bar you and then you'll be barred. How yeah. are you going to bar us from this gift shop? It's a trash can with a sign on it. Please, it's all I've got. <laughs> Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> Please. Norm, Norm like, like clasps his hands together and, and purses his lips. Muzzle? Ace. Uh, and just reaches down and pats this boy on the head. This feels patronizing. (laughs) Sir, please. It will get better for you one day. (laughs) Please just go. I just want to read my books in peace. Can I roll a diplomacy check to make this man cry with the thoughts of what his life could be? What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, yes, but at this point, another member of the party is going to turn up and witness it. So, um, yeah, Ben or Goji, who's turning up? Ben Squiggly is currently having a passionate love affair. What? <laughs> so he stays busy. <laughs> That's news. <laughs> Like one fl- one flies up with the bag of uh, fantasy quavers, um, but she is very obviously in line of sight on a rooftop trying to peck it open. Okay. Uh, yeah, in that case, I would like normal man to give me a reflex check to stop this youth throwing one of the gift shop's scented rocks at one for all. Not one for all. That's something else. One for sorrow. <laughs> Wait, okay, instead, not- instead, can I cast me chance to catch it? Um, if, yeah, if you'd like. Yes, uh, in that case, I, I am going to need a reflex check. So Is that dexterity? God, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm using fourth edition terms. Yeah, can I have a dexterity saving throw? Uh, that's 19. That is a 19. Uh, is that in total or on the die? In total. Okay, no, that's more than enough. You, well, what does your mage hand look like? For flavor reasons, I would like the mage hand to look like a giant magpie claw. Okay, but it's like just appearing separate from you. Yes. 
Okay, that's really cool. Yeah, it catches the pebble and drops it. Um, no, rock, not pebble. Brings brings the rock back up. Uh, one now has a rock and a bag of snacks. Oh my God. Um. Yeah. Sure. I don't think Mage Hand lasts long, and I don't think you could hold either of those in just one claw. Why isn't she using Mage Hand to hold the quavers? Oh, she's on a rooftop trying to pick the quavers open. So I would just like. Oh, the mage so you're hand not actually like... flying? Okay. No, she's trying to open them in front of this youth. Okay. Uh, in that case. Uh, Candle, is normal man doing anything about this? And also, Ben and Goji, at any point, feel free to have your characters turn up to this, or we can get to them in a moment. Okay. Can I use my natural 20 for anything? Uh, yes, you can add your perception to it. I want to say, I would, I would instinctively body slam this youth, but... Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's just a retail worker, please. Just give me your perception. Perception is, um... So that's 22. Okay, and it wasn't at 20, yeah? Yep. You can easily make out the fact that something is coming out of the sea. At first, it just looks like an opaque mass. But then as it reaches the shore and starts properly coming out of the waves, you can see that it's, in fact, dozens and dozens. In fact, it's like a tightly packed swarm of very small crabs. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Um, and they I'm are going, heading uh, straight up the beach towards the town. Can I take an action? Yeah. Mm, uh, he's going to turn around and, and see this and then say, uh, everyone should maybe start running right now. Okay, I am going to make um, our... Gift shop youth make a perception check to see if they can clock what's going on. That is a nat 20. They absolutely do. And immediately slam the lid onto the gift shop, chain it up with a big heavy padlock very, very quickly, and then starts walking into town following the crabs, just wanting to see what's going on. Following the... Okay. You're still barred! Uh, Norm jiggles the lock on the gift shop. It's sturdy, but non-magical. In that case, let's say that either Fork or Jim are in the centre of town currently, just outside of the inn that you've been staying in. It can be either of you or both of you. Someone tell me. Jim, Jim can hang out wherever Jim's needed. Okay, let's say that Jim and Fork were both hanging out in the town square, together or separately. What were you each doing? Oh, I told you, Jim just got out of a passionate love affair. Oh, like, immediately. Okay, so <laughs> was Jim a little, um, dishevelled? Yeah. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> I'm just imagining this fucking, like, rat-tailed gnome. I hate this. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm convinced it wasn't mentioned in the episode, but Jim oh, Squiggly has a literal rat tail, not the hairstyle, but like the tail of a rat. He's got a little. He's got a little rat tail. I like. I like to imagine D and D gnomes as little mouse people. Was he born with it, or did he have it grafted on? I would anyone do that? Okay, so what are Jim and Fork doing? 
I'm determined to get some episode in this episode. Uh, Falk is just people watching. Is that fair? Absolutely. Are you outside like a cafe, outside the inn? You know those benches um, that no one sits on? Yeah. One of those. Okay. Uh, one thing I do actually need to tell you about your inn, I completely forgot to tell you, but it is the most interesting place on the island. It is in the very centre of town, the ruin of an old keep. It's basically like um, mini in scale, but not in height, a mini castle. God damn. I like that. Yeah, it is, um, a lot of it is ruined, but it is still a big building. It is run by a man named Virgil, who you have all met. What's Virgil like? Uh, we'll find out. Oh, okay. no. Okay, so we will say that two successive beats happen. Fork is people-watching. Pointedly avoiding eye contact, skillfully as a trained people-watcher does. Uh, as people go up and down the street and just happens to lock on to Jim, who is adjusting... Does Jim wear a tie? Jim wears a little bow tie. Who is adjusting his bow tie as as he's going down the street. You two lock eyes for a moment. And it's a little bit weird. It's like, you know, seeing someone... Seeing a teacher outside of school or seeing your boss outside of work. It's that jolt of seeing someone... Just in a different setting to what you're used to. And then there's a bigger jolt as you see something else you're not used to seeing in this setting. A swarm of crabs heading directly for Virgil's keep. Okay, so uh, Jim and Fork, are either of you doing anything in this moment? Uh, I don't know why... Can I pick I up don't a know crab? Why my first thought was that Jim like scrambles up a telephone pole. You know what? I'm gonna go with Fork's idea for now first, and we'll revisit Jim. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can easily go and pick up one of the crabs. Make me a nature roll. So what you do there is you roll a d20 and add the number next to your nature skill. Wow. Wow, that is a four. You realise you don't actually know any of, like, the types of crab or what a crab's meant to look like. And despite having lived such a long life, you've got so little... Ow, it bit you. Not bit you, pinched you. (laughs) Yeah, it pinches you. And you drop it and it joins the herd? Herd of crabs? Warm. And they begin to amass at the door to Virgil's Keep, which was currently closed, and kind of just pile there. Uh, I'm going to cut back to... I'm still learning character names. uh, To one and normal man. The hardest possible name to remember, because (laughs) it doesn't have any defining characteristics. Just the words normal and man. Uh, yeah, what are you two doing then? Are you following the swarm? Are you just ignoring it and continuing to try and rob a small business? <laughs> Nor- Norm is following the swarm out of just sheer curiosity. Uh, I okay. think one will abandon all of her stolen items and flutter down and perch on Norm's shoulder. Aww. That's adorable. That's really cute. Okay, yeah, you 
arrive at the square at about the same time you see Fork being pinched by one of the crabs that he was inspecting. And yeah, you see that they're all piling around around Virgil's keep. It seems like they're trying to get in. Norm's going to look at um, Fork and Mr. Squiggly and uh, look at the crabs and say, what do you... Do you know what's happening here? Jim has like four crabs hanging off his little rat tail. Oh. (laughs) No, I don't fucking know what's happening here. If I I knew what was happening, do you think I would be covered in crustaceans? Should we let them in? (laughs) Should we let the crabs in into the... Well, it seems like they want to get in, right? One of our friends is a magpie. These crabs might be like... So out of politeness... They might have money. They might be paying customers. Are you sure about that? No. Hey, hey, come on. Get out of here. That is Gary Old Man Nazareth person. <laughs> that is. <laughs> no, you have to keep it. <laughs> Gary Oldman. Okay, that is Gary Old Man, um, who is another one of the local youths trying to shoo the crabs away from the door with a broom because he is currently working bar at Virgil's Keep. Is, wait, is Gary Oldman, in fact, a young man? I'm one of the local youths, yeah. Okay, I see. Oh. I see everything now. Oh, oh god. Oh no, <laughs> what's happening? They're climbing! Oh! The crabs swarm up the broom and start pinching at his hands, and very, very quickly his hands are covered in small cuts. Uh, oh, that's. Geez. Everyone give me a nature check. Okay. So that's a nat 20. Okay. Uh, ben got a 13. Kat, what did you get? Uh, 21 with a non-natural 20. An abhorrent 20. And uh, Sorry, that didn't make any sense at all. It didn't. I got a 19 and I have a plus 2, which makes 21. <laughs> okay, that was not a natural 20, no. <laughs> Mr. Swiggle and... got a 14. Okay, um, in that case... One and normal man are both certain that that is not normal crab behavior for this kind of crab, even when they're migrating. They wouldn't swarm up a pole to attack someone. Something's funky about these crabs. And they're back at the door trying to get in, only this time it looks like they're starting to go for the windows, starting to scuttle up the wood of the door somehow and gently swarm their way very, very slowly towards the window, which is open. Is there anyone... I'm assuming the inn is populated with with people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. The the town square is also populated with people, but at this point, there's a good, like, 20 feet of space where people have just kind of hung back and are watching. You're the only ones that are currently any closer. All right. Other than um, Gary Oldman. Hold up, y'all. I guess that's how he talks now. Hold up, y'all. I'm gonna go around the back and evacuate the place. And Norma's gonna go around the back. There is a back door. There is. Do you know what else there is? What? More bigger crabs. These ones, there's about three of them, and they're the size of small dogs. They are also trying to get into Virgil's keep. All right, I'm gonna whack him. I'll whack him. I'm gonna whack him. Gonna whack the crabs. Gonna whack him, whack him. Okay, if you attack them, we are going to enter combat. Is anyone not getting involved? 
Uh, I think one would like to pick up a crab and throw it through an open window and watch and see what it does. Oh, that's okay. A good idea. Uh, we will we will say that you do that while normal man is heading round to the back. Uh, yeah, give me a. I guess this is the most literal use of handle animal going. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is a fourteen. Okay, in that case. You manage to hoi the crab up and through the window. As it does go through, though, you take one point of damage as it pinches you on the wing bone. (laughs) Yeah, you throw it in, it drops to the floor, and you immediately lose sight of it amongst the patrons and the tables. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it. There's a crab, guys. Have fun. Hello there, Juan. Someone shouts from inside that you presumably know. Um, one, I think, did we say that one could talk? I think we did. Um, peeking through the window, um, like frantically looking for the crab, and I think is going to reply, Where's my crab? Okay, uh, I'm going to say that we are going to enter combat now. Crab combat! <laughs> Yes, uh, and we'll resolve everything somehow as we go, like we always do. First things first, I would like everyone to roll for initiative, including Kat. Initiative for people who don't know, because we didn't explain it last time, is just a semi-randomised order of combat, deciding who goes when, who takes their turns in the order. My first two rolls were fucking nat 20. This roll was a seven. I'm going to just count down from 20 and everyone stop me when I get to your number. So we have anyone above 20. 20. 19. 18. Yes. Okay, bad. (laughs) 17. Uh, Okay. Uh, Goji, what's your dex? I just plus one. Okay, in that case, you go before the crabs. I beat, I beat the crabs. Yes. Uh, Candle, what did you have? And. And Kat, what did you have? Uh, I have 14. Twit. So yes, it's Cat and then Candle. Okay, so uh, we are going to start off at the end of initiative, however, with Candle, who is the one actually starting this combat, and we're going to count that as a surprise round. Candle, oh. what are you doing? Uh, I am going to. Uh, how are the crabs, the large crabs, positioned uh, behind the. Um, behind the end it's like all you know if the door was open all three of them would be trying to walk in at the same time and getting stuck okay all right i guess level three i only get one attack and i know that that basically you have attacks and spells so far we've decided that you have a healing spell you also have one other spell so far that we haven't decided what it is okay uh yeah i'm just gonna try and um if they're close enough together just just hit as many of them with one heavy blow as I can. Uh, these three crabs count as separate enemies. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. I'm just going to hit one of them then. How big are okay. these crabs again? Are these the dog-sized um, crabs or are these the red uh, The size of like, large, like medium to large dogs, yeah. That said, they're still crabs. They're just un- unusually big. Uh, Kendall, if... I'm going to crack one of them like a lobster. Delicious. Are you fucking kidding me? What'd you get? Well, that's going to be a nine. That's going to be a miss. Yeah, I figured. The crabs totally ignore you. It's just that their way of moving and scuttering is so unnatural that you just 
you just miscalculate where it's about to step. Okay. Um, that is going to take us essentially back around the initiative unless anyone else would like to start fighting because the crabs are not going to react to this at all. Yeah, I'll bop one. Okay. All right, so you're going to see can you're going to see normal man take the swing and miss and take that as your cue to start fighting. Yeah, sure. So you are currently around the front of the building where the swarm is. Mechanically, there are two swarms of crabs. Currently, they're just next to each other. The way that swarms work is that if you start your turn standing next to or in a swarm, you will take damage. Okay. Okay. Uh, what would you like to do? I think just grab my crook with two hands and like slam it down. But like, yeah, okay, straight down. You know what I mean? Like, like how a nail um, goes into say, a wood. Um, as a like a martial class, as a class that specializes in hitting things, you would have some more fighting abilities. We'll just be determining what they are as and when you decide that you want them to come up. Okay. Okay. Roll me a d20 and add your attack bonus. Attack bonus? What is this? Mm-hmm. It's the plus thing on your on your weapon attack. We wrote down your attacks. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus three. Oh, 19. That's a hit. D8 plus one. Yeah. Ah, four. Okay, that is four damage. These don't have a lot of hit points. They just are beefy. Okay, next up is Jim Squiggly. Um, Jim's gonna cast to summon his uh, his scythe and his armor. His dumb little... Uh, okay, I need to know what armor. this looks like. What the armor looks like and okay. what the summoning looks like. So, imagine, like... It's the most, the most badass, like, MMO-style skeleton armor. But, like, scaled down for... You play, you play you play Final Fantasy fourteen, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, Edgy shit. Like Lalafell, right? Right. That's like the tiny people. Yeah. Okay, so just imagine like the most badass armor in the game on like the dinkiest looking Lalafell. And what does it look like when it actually is summoned? Is it like a snap of the fingers? Do you have a walking stick that you bash on the ground? Um hmm. see I could either go the route of making it super cool and badass. Or I can make it absolutely ridiculous, and I'm not sure which one to go with. I'm not... I'd encourage you to find the middle ground and do both. Um. Okay, so. <laughs> oh boy. He has to do like a quick little jig, uh, and then it like appears from like a, a spell circle on the ground. A jig? A little jig. Like a little okay, how about. A jig. How about what you're doing is with each step of the jig, you're placing a rune of the summoning circle? Fuck yeah. <laughs> He's got okay, a that's transformation. Next up is the crabs. Okay, with a 15 and a 12, that is a 17 versus AC against Fork and a 14 versus AC against Jim Squiggly. As the crab swarm splits in two and essentially rushes up you. Oh. No, didn't praise that right. Essentially (laughs) climbs you and starts hacking away at your skin. That's not better. That's not any better. (laughs) I'm doing my best. It's just not very good. Uh, Yeah, does that hit your AC? 
Um, what what was it again? Was it sixteen? Uh, it was a seventeen against yeah, fork. Oh yeah, and a fourteen against normal man. Yeah, wait, it normal does. Man? Wait, what? Not normal man, Jim Squiggly. Oh, that just barely doesn't hit. Okay, uh, in that case, Ben, you're going to take six damage. God damn. You will also take two damage at the start of each of your turns until you're out of the swarm. That is Kat's turn. So I think one was squawking about where has her crab gone. Uh, I would like to look for the crab. Okay, so you're going inside the inside the inn? Yes. All right. As you enter the keep, I'm going to have to resolve that scene after the fight. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to keep track of everything. Is that, that okay? That is absolutely fine. That brings us back to normal man who is facing the three big crabs on his own. Uh, are they still ignoring me? They are not ignoring you now that the swarm has been hit. The moment, and you didn't even see it, I imagine, but the moment that the swarm was struck and some of the crabs were actually killed, they immediately, like a mannequin having its strings pulled taut, started to stand at attention and turn towards you. And they're now uh, making menacing crab noises, all clickety-clackety. Okay, um... Normal man is going to turn around very calmly and walk back to the front of the inn. Okay. That brings us to Fork's turn. So you now see two swarms of crabs. One of them is on you, dealing another two points of damage to you. I'm going to kick a crab. (laughs) All right. uh, Sure. Normally, that would mean you'd only be doing like a D2 damage, but... Screw that. Make your normal weapon attack, and it's just going to do a bit less damage. <laughs> okay. Wait, is it 20? Oh, no, it's not 20, is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, how about we make this one of your abilities? If you want, you can use a kicking weapon. It'll only deal a d6 damage, but you can kick twice in one turn. Yeah, sure. You will become a kicking specialist. Is that something you're up for? I can kick. Yeah, okay. In that case, make your other kick attack. So do that twice? Yeah. But um, Aye, double nine. That's the same thing again. You've rolled two nines. Uh, you miss and you hit the door twice in your flailing and it swings open and the crabs swarm inside. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to drop us out of combat now um, as normal man doesn't necessarily flee the bigger crabs but just kind of calmly walks away and you round the corner to see fork kick the door down well open and from your one from your perch on the windowsill you see hundreds and hundreds of crabs swarm into virgil's keep leaving you no way to know which one was yours at all no. what in tarnation oh shit is that how you talk now uh-huh <laughs> All right. Um, if you would like to hear an extended cut of this episode with a lot more of the bullshit left in, please check out patreon.com slash don't hurt birds. You can join for £2 or £5 a month. It really helps us because this podcast doesn't make any money and it costs <laughs> money. 
yeah, you can hear things like extended cut of some of the episodes, blooper reels. We're, there's not a huge amount up there now, but we're constantly adding to it and hoping to add a lot more very soon. Okay, so that's going to be us. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.